0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the second interview that we're doing for Toronto Game Devs. If uh, if you're just kind of joining us, we did a podcast for about three years. Uh, we got to like episode 98 or something like that. I kind of wanted to take a break of that. Instead, I just want to kind of interview and, and do kind of a off-the-cuff podcast, I guess, with uh, different people around Toronto in different various places. So last week, we spoke to Jason about releasing Way of the Passive Fist. Uh, this week, uh, we have Steel Rain 27. Um, who is a Twitch streamer, you just, it looks like you kind of just recently just passed 25,000 followers on Twitch. Uh, and, uh, thanks for joining us, man.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, we passed the uh, 25,000 followers on Sunday, I think it was. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. So,
0: uh, I kind of, we kind of like, we haven't actually like briefly, we haven't really talked to that much. I just, I just shout out on Twitter, like who wanted to do an interview and you said that you're interested. And uh, to be perfectly honest, Twitch, Twitch and eSports and streaming and all that stuff, I'm, I'm kind of uh, a noob, I guess. I'm, I'm not really, I don't really watch that many people um, stream games, and so it's kind of a, certainly a new thing for me, um, but certainly not like a small section of the gaming market at all. Um, before we kind of get into the history of like how you got into it, do you want to maybe just give kind of a brief bio of uh, who you are? Um, what kind of maybe what kind of games you play and what your kind of uh, persona is I guess on Twitch.
1: Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, well, as the the name goes, Dorian Twenty Seven. It's actually my uh, Xbox gamer tag from, uh, like. Eons ago, I've always <laughs> used it. I, even though I don't stream FPS um, that much, like it's incredibly rare. Mm. Uh, the names just sort of stuck around. So anything that's been video game related, I've always used that. And when I I um, came on to Twitch, I I didn't even think I'd be streaming when I first came on to Twitch. But I figured, well, it's a video games, so I'll use the Rain Twenty Seven thing in case maybe I I run into someone who has played with me before. Uh, but yeah, I come from um, uh, an, an uh, entertainment industry background, so I'm uh, I'm a film and TV actor, um, trained uh, as a uh, classical stage actor as well, and I've got I think 50 different shows I've done on stage at a professional level, yes. um, and like TV shows like The Strain, 12 Monkeys, um, uh, uh, People of Earth, Private Eyes. The li- list goes on. Um, and, uh, one thing people like to know is that I'm, uh, uh, now former medieval times knight or medieval times dinner and tournament. So, and
0: we, yeah, we were talking a little bit before we kind of went live, uh, cause I was at Medi- the only, the one and only time I've been at medieval times was about three years ago. And, uh, you, you, you were a medieval knight back then, but I definitely, but if I recall correctly, you don't always play the same night, right? Like, I think my section one, it was red. And I think... So I don't know if you know, like, back three years ago in the summer or whatever, you were always the red knight. But you guys kind of always switched in and out, weren't you?
1: Uh, yeah, we're trained by the uh, by the fight, not by the color. Right. So whoever the champion is will change the order of colors that fight each other. But this, the order of the show always remains the same. Um, back then when you saw the show, I was probably the bad guy uh, who fights the champion at the end of the big horseback fight for... Uh, th- their show's changing yeah. very soon. But uh, uh, yeah, as when you would have saw it, I probably was either the bad guy or I was the guy who died um, right before the uh, final fight with the champion and another night before the bad guy scene. Right. Um, those are upper... Um, upper level fights, so you've got to you have to have like a lot of horseback, your stunts gotta be good, and you're using the really dangerous weapons, because all the weapons are real I mean, you get hit, it hurts a lot um, and you know, you, you don't want to have a brand new guy who's running around with like a, a ball and chain flail, swinging <laughs> it at you, and then you don't know where it's gonna come from. For sure, for sure
0: so, uh, so you after and whatnot, so th- that must kind of like like you're you love video games obviously um oh yeah and uh you have you're trained as an actor in the background or in the and the kind of as a background for yourself you've been an actor and whatnot so those two things put together does to me sound like twitch you know streaming online on twitch or youtube or, or what have you so maybe just to kind of go back a little bit with your video game history how long have you been gaming what was your kind of like primary you know were you always a PC person? Or were you a console person? When did, when did you start gaming? Like what's your history kind of, uh, uh,
1: well I've been in around video games since Atari. My okay. parents had an Atari and, uh, we barely ever pulled it out, but like when we would, we'd play it for like, like an afternoon and then we put it away. Cause you know, video games weren't like a thing that were always in the house at that time. Right. They were talking like late eighties. Yeah. And, um, And, uh, but then, you know, when the Nintendo came out, I had one of those and pretty much right when I got the Nintendo, we also got a a PC, I had a compatible 486 and I, but so I've been playing video games my entire life, um, playing them with my parents. Um, uh, they were always something that were around. Mm -hmm. I played outside a lot, mind you, but like we had (laughs) a lot of, a lot of time. Uh, I was very, like, I was a very active person, so I couldn't also just like sit and play video games hours and hours on end. That'd be more like a winter thing. Yeah. Um, but I've, I am like of the PC master race. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, especially in this day and age. I've been uh, doing Sea of on Twitch lately, and we've been talking a lot about um, the pros and cons of cross-platform and console versus PC. And I'm, I'm very much a PC guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't even have a console anymore. But... Yeah, I've I've been playing it ever ever since, um, you know, like pre Nintendo, and there was a, a definitely a period of like fifteen years where all I did was uh, FPS, mm. first person shooters. I if I didn't come in second, I was having a really bad game. Um, and then right around the time that Call of Duty. Uh, Black Ops Two or whatever it was came out, and like the all the, all the things you could call in were just getting ridiculous, and oh, it was no. just grenade spam, and <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I got I, I got to leave this alone until it calms itself down, which it barely has, um, and I ended up getting into uh, MMOs, yep. so I, I played Star Wars Galaxies, which was like the greatest MMO of all time, and. Uh, then I was on WoW for about 10 years, begrudgingly, because all my friends from Galaxies went to WoW. And I never, like, I enjoyed WoW, but I always thought it was like a, I'm always looking for an immersive experience whenever I play something. Uh, whether it's FPS or whether it's an MMO or a survival game, I want to be completely <coughs> captivated in the world. And, uh, like, WoW is just like a like a theme park. You walk through and you don't really interact with the world. There's some things that you can hurt around here. Um, and here in like in this area and that area, but it's like can't really affect the world, yeah, and even like I know we we were you actually asked if, if I was playing fortnite and stuff, and although I don't, you can't actually like affect the world in that, and I like that i feel like that's where the game's gotta evolve too, but um uh yeah, so it's like i I've played pretty much everything, I do like things that' have got good story though, I yeah. love a good story in a game.
0: Yeah. I feel like uh we're, we're pretty we're pretty similar and then we just kind of went down different paths cuz you mentioned your PC race master race kind of guy and I'm I'm the exact opposite. I'm much more of a a console, specifically PS4, but much more of a console gamer. I I my friend just finally managed to get me to buy Minecraft on PC cuz I had never played Minecraft. We were waiting for the the update to play so I could play on Switch and I could play with him on the PC so like it's the crossplay or whatever. Yeah, yeah but i guess he has like his friend has set up like some custom server or something i don't really know how that works but <clears throat> he was basically saying like we wouldn't really be able to do that because he had to i guess he had to pay like a monthly fee in order to do that crossplay. play I, I guess i don't actually know the whole story maybe he swindled me into it but i finally bought like minecraft <laughs> on pc but it's funny because i know what you're talking about where i played everquest back in the day and i didn't I didn't play WoW because I was excited for WoW. I played WoW because all my friends got it, and so I just finally had to like bite down and just and 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 play it. But I I only played it for maybe like two years or so. And same with Call of Duty, where it around you're right around Black Ops two, it just kind of got a little bit crazy. And um, yeah, I think it it calmed down a little bit. I didn't play Infinite Warfare the the second last one, but I played World War two quite a bit, uh, and I felt like it kind of finally got back down to earth a little bit and just a little bit.
1: Like it's crazy. better. Yeah, it's better. It's like the, the earlier ones though, they were so good because they, they didn't give you automatic weapons. Like when battle, when, uh, uh, yeah, like battlefield one, when that came out, like I love the battlefield games, mm-hmm. but when battlefield one comes out, it's like every other weapons, a machine gun. And it's like, those were rare back then. Like if I'm playing a world war one game, I want to have like a bolt action rifle, Mm-hmm you know that the speed of the game is going to be different uh but now it's just like it's like spray and pray is the only way you can play yeah
0: yeah no i totally uh totally agree i just i really got in like i, I took that like two year break from from call of duty because i usually mm-hmm. just would get it and play the story and, and dabble in the multiplayer a little bit but i remember i played uh black ops 3 because i some friends at work got it and it was on sale or whatever people are jumping up on the walls they got these spray paint shit going on like it was just kind yeah. of way too there's like robot dinosaur things that come and just kill you out of nowhere because someone just managed to get a kill streak of 10 really quickly like it was just way it was way too much so i really actually liked world war Two because it kind of mm-hmm. uh obviously there was no robots or anything like that and there was there was different weapons and stuff like that so i enjoyed that so what um what made you decide to kind of start how long have you been like uh, on twitch i guess and then what made you kind of take that it almost sounds like a natural move into it where you said you signed up but you didn't actually intend to stream at first
1: yeah well my my buddy um uh and i who play games a lot um we uh when we when we get bored of a game He'd be like, oh, we should go on Twitch and see what's popular. And like, I didn't understand Twitch at all,
0: yeah.
1: at all. I was like, why on earth would I want to watch someone play a game when I could just play the game? And, uh, but, you know, it was a good way to find new games of seeing what was popular and things we might not have heard of. And so, like, I wouldn't actually open a stream. I would just look at the the browser and just look at what, you know, who's watching what. And um, then one day... It's 2015. Um, I'm in the the depths of hell of being a medieval times knight. So like everything hurts. You have one day off, and I I heard about this game called Arc Survival Evolved, and everything I was seeing on YouTube, which was my primary source of finding out about games, that or it was IGN and PC Gamer and stuff like that, yeah. or or back before Steam sucked, uh, and you could actually find things, and um, and uh, I. I, I saw these videos. I'm like, there's no way this game looks this good. Shut up. It's Jurassic Park on steroids. There's no way. And so I was like, but I I, I don't know. I want to, don't want to buy the game if this is just a bunch of CGI. And when you get in there, it's like the jankiest robotic looking dinosaurs walking around. And then I was like, oh, there's Twitch. Why don't I go on to uh, and I oh the funny thing with too is I couldn't remember the name of the, the website because I did not used it in like two years. And, um, so I go onto Twitch and I surely enough, I find, uh, the, the arc streams, which are very popular because the game was just released, Mm -hmm. uh, into early access. And I clicked on, uh, one, one stream and I started watching, um, it's, uh, it was the channel's name was, uh, that's cat at the time. Now it's cat And, uh, I started watching her stream had, I didn't pick her for any particular reason. She was the third most popular in the thing. And had like, I don't know, 300 people watching her at the time. And I just sat there watching. I was like, wow, the game actually does look really good. It's not optimized, but it does look really good. And it's early access. And I just kept watching. And all of a sudden, three hours had passed by. And it dawned on me that Twitch isn't about watching the video game. It's about being part of like, it's the best way I put it is its is you're sitting on the couch with a bunch of friends watching your friend play. Mm. And talking back and forth and and like it didn't click until then. Uh, and then I started looking around and I'm like, this is like completely my skill set. I'm I'm a performer. They're performing. It's like having a radio show. I've had one of those of my own. And uh, I love video games so I can just do all three things. And this is before I even knew that like there were like donations for a thing. I was just like, this is really cool. I want to have my own. I want to have as I said to myself, I want to have my own radio show. This is great. Um, cause I don't have time to edit and stuff like that with the medieval time schedule, you're working six days a week, 14 to 18 hours a day. And, uh, but I could, when, when I'm playing video games, I could have my own little show and lo and behold, now it's my career. So I do film and TV and I stream daily. In fact, I just finished a stream like an hour ago. Um, and it's my full-time job. So I work like five to seven days a week, depending on what I'm doing or what I, uh, I think uh like if something gets released on a day off I'll still stream and mm. uh I've got like a really good community a really big viewer base uh and I because of using the the film and television thing I do something called role play predominantly on Twitch where I play a character in whatever game I'm in so it's usually something that is an online game has um Uh, The the more people, the better, because it's more people who are doing the same deal that you can interact with. You end up telling these hilarious, chaotic stories uh, that play out over several weeks and like people eat it up. Like I've got people in my uh, channel that uh, you hear it all the time. They're like, yeah, I don't even have cable anymore. I use Netflix and Twitch. That's that's the only form of entertainment I want. I can't even watch like a TV show because of all the the improv stuff that you guys do. I know and, I, I uh, get that
0: a lot because I'm I'm a big sports guy. So the only real reason that I have TV is so that I can watch the Raptors, so I can watch the Leafs, so I can watch Blue Jays. And if yep. I didn't if I didn't love sports, I there would be no reason to have TV.
1: Um, I I agree. You know, I got season tickets for my team, and and uh, and that that's that's it. I use the Chromecast now to put what's on the the like Netflix or Twitch or. YouTube, it's like put it onto my TV. Otherwise, it's pretty much useless.
0: Cool. So you, so you were kind of saying like before, like you play, like I asked you about Fortnite, but you don't play Fortnite because that's to me, that's what I know about Twitch. Really, is just the people who play kind of the competitive games. Uh, and I heard Drake had played Fortnite or something like that on Twitch and destroyed records. Um, but you, you play more RPG, and from what you're just saying, you kind of. Mm-hmm uh embody the character I guess a little bit like you you kind of role play which is something that you wanted in games back in the day um yep. so you role play and then i guess the people kind of watching role play with you or do they kind of
1: No the people watching they're the they're like your your studio audience right. um a lot of my stuff is very funny uh there's there's like this it's becoming more and more of a thing i was actually on a panel at TwitchCon about like how to how to play characters better in role play because it's getting super popular and I've got a like a proper acting background and um, basically like you'll go onto a server so ARK servers can handle like around 200 people if you have one that's that expensive uh, where you can have that kind of population and so right now I'm on a server called RP First and they we do something called a season which will last between four to six weeks and um, there might be like, a, oh, this is the theme, like it's uh, Halloween. So we'll do like a Halloween theme. It's really light. You can do whatever the hell you want though. Mm. And so like I'll come up with a character um, and I'll have my little group and then we interact with other people that are on the server and everyone watches. And the beautiful thing about Twitch is that everyone will put in their title who's streaming that server. They'll put RP first. So then it's your, It's kind of like, um, like the Truman Show where you can basically click different streams to get different angles or perspectives on the story. Right. So, like, right now, my guy on that that server, as, uh, he's a ripoff of Napoleon Bonaparte. And he's, uh, like, at war with anyone who is English. And it's, like, it's ridiculous. And arc you can defecate. So, we use that almost like it's a weapon. Um and uh, it's just the, these really ridiculous encounters. And then you end up getting like a like an engaging story out of it. And your next thing you know, there's vampires and you're summoning a demon. And the audience eats it up. You'll get between all the streams. Uh, or like GTA is another great example. Uh, the Family RP server. Uh, that's like your primary GTA roleplay server. But you'll have amongst all the streams. There's probably around five. No, that's too low. Uh Better half of ten thousand people watching the people, and that's only you can get twenty. Sorry, thirty-two people on the server at once. So you've got better part of ten k mm. viewers watching thirty-two people interact with each other, and the stories they, they they get they get absolutely crazy, and people they they become addicted to it, and you see some of the bigger streamers too, and they like the Sea of Thieves release. They come out and uh, you know they, they you know you pretend to be a pirate for a day and you end up having these hilarious encounters. They they don't stick with it though because they move around. Yeah. Um, the big mega people, uh, your your ninjas and doctor well, Doctor Disrespect, he's a perfect example. He's always in character. He he his Twitch persona is his character. Um,
0: yeah, he was that character too when he when he accepted his award at the.
1: He's the, always in it. Yeah. 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 Anytime he's seen, he's always, he's only been out of character once. I feel like. When he had to take a break.
0: Oh, when he, uh, cause he announced, uh, he, yeah, he announced like he was taking a break cause of, with his wife it's and family stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and that was like so foreign to me cause like I basically 90% of what I know about Twitch, I just learned in the last 20 minutes or so from you, um, <laughs> And and so he I when he accepted the award, he was like so weird on stage. Like it was, it was just like such a weird interaction. and oh, it was of course, like yeah. Not from not like a normal person talking to another normal person. Like
1: it was, it, it but was, you know when when he came back, he had because uh, Ninja just broke the record, uh, and then Disrespect had held it before that. So he had like three hundred and twenty thousand people watching him on his. On his return and like the amount of money he made was astronomical my god it was almost a hundred thousand dollars in one day so uh, so
0: that's so that's another thing so obviously there is like a lot of money that's kind of flowing into twitch i see i'm on your page right now which you can go to twitch.tv slash steel rank 27 and i see a donate button um but is there is it mostly on donations or is there like ads at play during Twitch
1: stuff. The, a long time ago, like we we still have the ability to play ads, mm-hmm. and we do get ad revenue. As uh, like I'm a partner, so if you were to start up a, a Twitch channel, today you wouldn't be a partner, you wouldn't be in an affiliate, um, which is the in between step of I'm not on Twitch, or I am on Twitch and streaming, and okay, now I've got an, a little bit of a concurrent viewer base, so I can apply to be uh, um, a a Affiliate. Uh, affiliate and yeah. then you can then if you really solid uh you b- can become a partner and um there was a thing where we could a- run and we can run ads no one ever does it anymore our vods have ads on them embedded into the page or if you click on my stream while i'm live you might get a 30 second ad that twitch puts on if you're not using an ad blocker and we do get a little bit of revenue from that mm. but um Twitch mainly runs off of subs. So subscriptions to your channel. There's three different tiers. Uh, there's the $4.99, the, the $9.99, and the $24.99. Uh, bits, which are now... Uh, they, they've overshadowed um, donations. So a, a bit is a penny. And you can buy them in group amounts. And you pay... So like... If you want, I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but let's just pretend for now. It's if you want uh, to buy a uh, hundred bits, that would you would end up paying um, like a buck fifty or something like that. Right. So the, the 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 charge goes <laughs> to like Twitch gets their cut up front. So if you want to donate a hundred bits to me, I get those full hundred bits because Twitch already has their money. And that that's the, it's actually a safer way for the streamers to make revenue with PayPal. Uh, some people would do really big donations. Then they'd be like, oh, shoot, I've spent way too much money. I'm going to refund some of these. Yeah. And then, then we would get chargebacks and we'd have to pay for the chargeback. Yeah. And it was, it was bad. Uh, I never got a chargeback. Uh, so I've been lucky thus far. But my my cash donations ever since the bits have come on have be have been completely almost annihilated yeah um so everyone's using bits and subs and that it, it all works bit, it's all about community and and people spend like a lot of time if i were to pull up some of the stats on on actually i'll do this cuz i've got my my chat window open right now i will tell you how many hours some people spend in my my channel uh top oh you hours. can see
0: like how many how long people have just spent like watching you play
1: yeah, I've got one guy who spent 11,917 hours. Holy crap. Uh, next one's 9,887, 8,026. Those are the top three. And how long have you... Uh, it's,
0: uh, I'm looking at your channel again. Like It looks like you have posts here from like two years ago. How long have you been on Twitch?
1: I've been on Twitch since 2015. I started my first Twitch stream on July 19th, 2015.
0: Two years ago, your first one. So this is apparently a thing. Not sure if I am keeping it, but trying it out. Streaming once this download is done.
1: Looks like yep. you. <laughs> looks yep. like you kept going. <laughs> so. um, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I I and like when I started too, I had one. I had two friends on Steam. They were both the same person because he had an alt account because he forgot his first account. Uh, and <laughs> you know, like I didn't know anyone to play with. I. The first game I booted up was Rust, and I got killed instantly by a naked dude. And I was like, "Okay, forget this." And I went to Rocket League. Started on Fallout. Um, I went about it smart. I was like, "I want to play Ark." My computer couldn't handle it at the time, um, but there was also way too many people watching the stream. The like that game, so I chose something that was between like 400 to 500 viewers uh, total for that 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 game. Because then I knew I wouldn't be like a thousand pages down, which is, I think, the big misstep that I. if you're going at streaming professionally um, or if you want to grow, you got to be smart about what you're streaming. Right.
0: And that is not always just like the most popular game. Oh, it's never the most
1: popular game. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's the most popular game. Like a viewer is lazy. A viewer does not... And that's that goes for everybody. That goes for me. That goes for anyone. Mm. Um, you're not going to want to scroll down more than 10 rows of streams. Oh, of course. Right? And so if you're brand new and you're on Sea of Thieves right now, you're going to be like 100 rows down. No one's ever going to go into your stream. And you can get like disenfranchised and be like, oh, no one wants to watch me. That's just because no one can find you. That's why I did Fallout. Because A, I love Fallout. And B... I knew I'd be this in the second or third row because there wasn't a lot of people watching new Vegas at the time. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, that, I, I kept that, that going, even like, even though like I stream every day, 25,000 followers, uh, I do between 160 and 700 viewers, depending on what I'm doing, um, doing sea of thieves. I know I'm going to have lower viewership. And I'm not going to grow as much. Normally, I do like 70 follows a day. Like I get 70 new followers. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the games where I'm doing the role play stuff, I went on to Sea of Thieves today. I got seven. So, mm-hmm. but that that's the give and take of the the uh, of Twitch. It's a very always moving beast. <clears throat> if you're trying to trying to tackle it and 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 ride the waves and try and get new exposure.
0: For sure, it's funny because because like the whole time you're talking, I feel like we're uh, a different reality, but the same kind of person. Because what you're saying about the Twitch, you know, uh, if you do a really popular game, you might, yeah, there's millions of people watching that game, but you're going to be like way down the list. I I run into the same issues with SEO with the website with CharlieAmigos.com because if if a certain if something is searched a lot, but I show up like, on the second page of Google, that's, like, that's the, that's no man's land. No one goes to the second page of Google. You need to be, like, the top four hits, and if there's some Google ads that's running there, like, one of the biggest drivers of traffic to the site is is jobs, but Indeed and and all these other places will run Google ads on their own jobs, so if people search Toronto Game Jobs, I'm anywhere from, like, first to, like, fifth in a given week, just depending on how Everything's going. So that's like always been a constant battle where most people are searching for jobs, but there's some big people out there like Indeed who are actually like putting a lot of money and a lot of effort into becoming the first hit. Um, so it's funny like, what you're saying about Twitch. It just made me think of like SEO because I've had to kind of like learn yep. SEO in the last like three years that I've been doing the site. So um, so you men- you've mentioned Sea of Thieves a few times. I did. Has that game come out? Did that game come out already? It
1: came out two days ago. Oh, yeah, so I really missed that entirely.
0: Uh, I have an Xbox One. I might pick it up because I have the the that um, like Game Pass or whatever the hell it's called.
1: Oh yeah, yeah how, there you go. Then you you got it. Then how how is Sea of
0: Thieves? Do you like Do you like it? Is it good? Or
1: I've I've been in the Sea of Thieves ever since it was announced. So yeah. I've been in the closed betas. I've I've done all of that. It's a it's a fun game. It's super casual. Yeah, I think they have. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. I played it three days straight for far too many hours a day. But you see all the content in about an hour. And it's all fetch quests. Um, and uh, it's it's very surface. Uh, the, the crews aren't big enough. There's not enough people on each server because you have a maximum of like you go to the you go to the the, the store on Xbox, mm-hmm. it'll tell you uh, you can have up to ninety nine players. That just means you it, it's basically unlimited players. But what they're doing with Sea of Thieves is they uh, seamlessly merge you between servers, and if you get out of range of other ships, you will phase, and you go on to a new server because they want you to hopefully inter- see another vessel every like six or 10 minutes, but there can only ever be six vessels on a server, any given server at once, Mm. and there can only be a maximum of 24 players amongst those vessels. Right. So if you have six vessels that all happen to be single player, so there's only one person on like a sloop, then there's only six people on that server.
0: Oh, uh, so, so they kind of have you jump it. Like they kind of j- make jump you between servers so that.
1: Yep. Oh, okay. So uh, like, I would actually right before this interview started and I was uh, winding my stream down. Uh, I had the entire server was in one area. There was my sloop four galleons and another sloop. And, uh, it got really intense, but that was the most intense I've ever been. Like it was p- pure luck that we were all in that same area. Yeah. Um, uh, And I don't think the crews on each of the vessels are big enough. But I think like that stuff can change. But I'm one for certain games. Like Rocket League are great cross-platform. Give me the PS4 people. Give me the PC and the Xbox people. Everyone can play that because it's a finite amount of people that enter into a lobby. With Sea of Thieves, a PC would be able to have 100 people on one server. Right. But that's too much for the Xbox for that scale. Right. Um, and that's where it's like, I think the game would have benefited greater if the the Xbox players had their optimal experience and the PC players had their optimal experience.
0: Yeah, it's almost like it was kind of, um, I guess, dumbed down to... For, for the
1: PC, it's dumbed down. Yeah. But for the Xbox, it's great, right? So... That's why it's like, but we, as a PC guy, I see this all the time. Any port that comes in that's off a console, it's like, oh boy, here come the really terrible controls and (laughs) so much more could be done because it got the flexibility. But you know, when you play it native on the console, it's for like, say, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, it's it's amazing. Yeah. You know, Um, but a lot of companies now, I feel they're they're trying to capitalize on. Like the buzzwords, oh, people get really excited when you hear cross-platform. Yeah, Well, oh, I think it sounds better than it actually plays out for like the quality and, and and quality of life for the players and like what you're getting out of the experience.
0: Yeah, I, I wonder that about the um, about like esports because uh, Overwatch kind of came and, and kind of blew up esports. It seems to me, anyways, as an outsider, uh, and now like EA. Like, like I noticed when they did their E three thing, every single game had some sort of like esports shit, like their FIFA, their NHL, and 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 whatnot. And I'm just like, in Overwatch you balance it out and stuff like that, but for like a sports game, like you know, the Golden State Warriors are clearly a way better team than um, I don't know the Brooklyn Nets, and so Yeah. yeah, like. If you're going to do esports and like you want to kind of have level playing field, but you can't, you like actually can't do that with those like teams. You're like basically adjusting um, the players in, in those games, and that seems like wrong to me. So when you're talking about like the buzzwords and stuff like that, like EA is trying to like do that, and I feel like EA is kind of always just like a little bit behind on what the trend is um, when they when they kind of do that. And like you say, like cross play is now kind of the newest, or it's one of the newer ones where um rocket league is doing it uh i think microsoft said that all of their kind of uh first party games are going to be both at least cross by like yeah. if you buy the xbox one you get the pc one
1: yeah
0: um I'm, but uh but the the genre that i think kind of breaks that mold is isn't it first person shooters like a like someone on xbox one would just get absolutely destroyed by anyone on a pc
1: well it's like because i think here's Fortnite because i
0: think they they let you do it in Fortnite right they just kind of. I think so, up. yeah. And so I haven't yeah. jumped on Fortnite in, in about a week or so. Oh no,
1: you definitely can. Yeah, you definitely can play yeah. PC versus uh, uh, Xbox players. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah.
0: nps 4 I think. nps
1: 4 yes, yeah, yeah. It's fully cross-platform.
0: And so I think I would just get destroyed by someone using a mouse and keyboard.
1: Well, I think it it it's more because um, it funny enough of. of former streamer uh buddy of mine um his kids uh they're quite young but uh, apparently like one of his kids destroyed um three guys who were all pc and he had a uh an xbox controller in his hand Uh, so it's like okay well i mean like it it comes and goes before i used to be like really really good with the stick but then you know when i went back to mouse um it's like i'm way more accurate uh, and you do have an advantage where the mouse can be a lot more sensitive. It's a lot more refined. Mm-hmm. Um, you also then have the like I, there's there's certain things where I find it's a more even playing field when it comes to uh, console because your graphics are locked. Whereas PC, a lot of times people be like, well, I'm on Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, so I'm going to remove the shadows. I'm going to dumb my graphics down. So I have the highest FPS ever. Uh, and like myself, I'm a graphics whore. I want the prettiest graphics I can possibly have. So if I go into one of those games, like thankfully I've got a release really in like top end graphics card, but still, if I want to be competitive, I'd have to change all of that. Yeah. Um, and that is where y- you do get a little bit more of an even playing field because everyone's got the same hardware. Where on PC, it's always different. Yeah. Um, I could see though games like NHL, FIFA. NBA, um, you could do that in an esports thing, but you'd have to have custom players. That's the only way I think they can actually make it. I think the the esports league uh, or games, I should say, not league, because they're all different. Um, I think that could be a really big thing, and I don't think it's fully realized yet. Games like League of Legends, uh, which has been like the main esports, like megastar for like I don't know 10 years yeah um uh, that that game they nail it because you get you're, you're figuring out what your your team's um going to be with who's choosing what class but if you're going to be doing things like you know the we're like these five guys who play NHL really really good okay well then get everyone even stats and put two even stat play like like the 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 players on the ice are all the same they're all like no one's got like better skating or better shooting. And it comes down to the actual skill of the player. That's the only thing, only way I think an NHL, NBA, NFL uh, game could be seen as actually competitive in esports.
0: They would, yeah, they would, they would, yeah, they would definitely like have to alter the stats of the characters. The thing is, I don't think they're doing that because I think, I remember reading something about like 20 of the 30, however, NBA teams have signed on to do, um, have signed on because they're a brand and they might not want to associate it with esports or whatever for whatever silly reason. But yeah. they've signed on to say, like, yeah, like Toronto Raptors, like, you, you, they can be in this esports league that NBA or that 2K is going to do with the NBA 2K series. But, mm-hmm. So at least the the t- those the same teams are going to be involved, but I don't know if they're going to then change, like, they're just going to even everyone out, so the best player is the same on every single team. So LeBron is basically dropped down to whatever, and then, like, yeah. your worst player is the same as the worst player on every single team. So I, I'm, the, I'm not yeah. sure. Again, e- so esports and, and streaming are, are, like, two pretty foreign worlds to me, Um just like EGLX was just about two weeks ago and there was a bunch yep. of smash competitions going on. And I was, uh, I was doing a guest panel there. So I was in the back room and there was some smash players just talking. And it was like, I'm sure I've had those nerdy conversations where I just <laughs> kind of am able to just go off on like something I know really, really well. And then just everyone around me just thinks I'm talking Chinese. And that's how I felt. Cause they were just talking about smash stuff and skills and players that I had no idea. Um, and it was, it was like I was almost just like taken back. I was just like I had no idea that Melee was like this huge, like thing that was going on. And I kind of got into it a little bit because they're they're just showing the games the whole time, and the crowd like really gets into it. It's like it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Um, and so Twitch streaming is like also the same thing. Now Twitch is the biggest one, but are people on YouTube as well? Is it only is Twitch really the <laughs> main player? or
1: No, there's a couple others. Um... Uh, YouTube had one, they there they, and it 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 died, uh, a horrible horrible death. Um, uh, they didn't have the support and to be able to like his Twitch is a monster. Yeah, um, nothing comes remotely close. Uh, does Twitch have uh, things it needs to work on? Absolutely, but it works on so much. And it is, I mean, it's also, it's funded by Amazon. Amazon owns Twitch. And yeah. They I got was a going to ask that money. because
0: I, I feel like I, I was just looking at my notifications. I had like 40 notifications of just things. And it's like all these Amazon, uh, prime stuff, Twitch prime yep.
1: and yep. Fortnite.
0: I was like, Oh shit. Like I'm not an Amazon prime person. Cause I don't order from there much, but I was looking at this stuff and I was kind of like, I wonder if I should just pick this up.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I just got Amazon prime. Um, recently because uh, i don't order much either but i needed a couple of things i, I said you know what i'm going to use it because when you go at the amazon prime you actually get so there used to be something called twitch prime and twitch prime was uh like basically it gave you a, a free subscription and you used to have these other perks and then they ended up rolling that into amazon prime so if you have an amazon prime membership you get a free twitch sub that you can use every month oh that's the 24.99 so could, thing uh, that well, yeah, the, the you would get the 4.99, the lowest oh, okay. version. Yeah, uh, which gives you ever like really when it comes down to the the 9.99, and the 24.99. Currently, the only other thing you get are an emote for each of those tiers. Oh. When you get the 4.99, you get the bulk emotes of everything. Right. But you only get one additional emote if you have the 9.99, and you get two additional emotes because you get the 9.99 and the 24.99 emote. Um, if you were to go with those subscriptions uh but you get yeah and you you get all the perks and different streamers give different perks i have uh subscriber servers um that you get instant access to if you're one of my subs uh other people you might be able to get into giveaways um uh that are like off platform so off twitch because you can't do a giveaway that has any purchase uh connected to it on twitch um uh also like different levels of information different discord um rooms and stuff like that every streamer is different yeah and all their incentives are different but uh yeah it's really it's a really great thing to have you get a whole you also get a whole slew of twitch prime emotes so if you like emotes are the lifeblood everyone wants to they're like pogs from way back when everyone wants more that's just what it is <laughs> um, you just want to have as many different kinds as humanly possible to accurately express your emotions at ev- any given moment. And, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really great thing, but they're like, to answer your question, there's, there's mixer, uh, that's out there. There's a couple others. I mean, mixer is the only other one that's even remotely close. And every time I've gone on to mixer, which like, I can't stream on mixer because I'm a partner. Um, and but the most I've ever seen is 300 people in a stream, right? And it's like okay, I do those numbers like on a Friday, like that's uh, that's your entire like that's your your top guy. Not to be like shitting on Mix or anything. It's just not able to tackle the beast. Yeah, that's the thing. And the beast works well, and people are as dedicated to Twitch as they are to their streamer hmm. so or their group of favorite streamers that they have um and you know everyone's buying them like twitch has tons of merch twitch con oh my god it's it's massive i've been to two back to back um where is it this year it's in san jose It changes location in california every year so What's... the first one was in san francisco which is the home of twitch then it was long beach california that was the one i was at. no Long Beach, was the last one, one before that was San Diego. Hmm. Uh, And then this, this uh, October where we are in uh, San Jose and there's like a crazy amount of people who go. There was a line to get into one party that was uh, several miles long. (laughs) Uh, It was, it was like, thank God for being a partner because I could just walk right in. But it was like, oh my God, they had this crazy like um, haunted harbor theme park thing in Long Beach it was amazing it was fantastic Twitch knows how to throw a party it was very disorganized the rest of the event but Twitch knows how to throw a party um, and it's it's just it's like um, any sort of convention uh, on it's the, the only thing I could compare it to would be uh, Comic Con or yeah. BlizzCon it's, it's I'd say it's one of the three big cons that take place
0: bigger than um, I haven't been but bigger than than PAX Prime
1: Oh, much bigger. Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
0: That's weird. And it's only like three years old,
1: right? Twitch. Uh, the, yeah, this will be the, yeah, because Twitch came around in like 2012 and uh, 2012, 2014, something like that. And they did their first convention 2015. I see. I see. But so, like the, the amount of people who go on Twitch every day, it's in the millions. Yeah. Like, Yeah
0: crazy um so you already kind of gave a little bit of advice but for anyone who's listening who wants to get into streaming i actually looked it up i do have a streaming channel that i used a long time ago i don't use anymore so you don't have to follow um (laughs) but for anyone who's interested in game to streaming you already kind of said you know it might not be the smartest to kind of pick the the, the biggest game just because of the whole, you know, pseudo SEO stuff, you'll be too far down the list, but do you have any other kind of tips or suggestions? Like how, what, what did you find really successful to help you grow? Um, and cause you have only been doing it for two years uh, and you and it's now become your full time thing. So what, what, what did you find to be like really successful for you?
1: Uh, well, the, I, I sometimes still go into other, uh, small small, small streams, like like one or two people watching. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, if you have one person watching, I, I can instantly tell that that person doesn't know what they're doing, because their bot's not in the stream, and if you don't have a bot, oh my god. Um, so, I've already list advice. I would say, first of all, get Streamlabs OBS. That's not two separate things, it's Streamlabs OBS. I, I've um, I got to beta test that product. I have the most hours in the world for a streamer working with that product. And, uh, I actually did a, uh, a launch video for them. Um, and they, uh, I gonna see, they, I they, was
0: going to say I'm on their website and I, and I see you. In the yeah, there website. I am. Right. Um, <laughs> uh-
1: and uh, they basically took uh, some of the devs from a uh, thing called Open Broadcast Software, which is what OBS stands for. And that was the thing that everyone used to stream. It was that or I can't even remember the other thing. don't no even use it anymore. Um, but they, they took some devs from over there and they made streamline they, they streamlined streaming is mm-hmm. what Streamlabs did. So you get that and you also get their chat bot. Now you're good on the tech end pretty much. But when it comes to trying to grow your channel, uh, the number one thing is talk, 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 talk. You have 30 seconds to grab someone. And uh, if they come into a stream and there's silence, there's only the gameplay happening, they're not going to stay. They're not. They're gone. So talk about what you're doing. It's going to be really weird at first just be talking away to yourself. When you see someone come in, greet them. You know, if they if you see someone's name come in uh, into the chat, like once you get a little bit bigger, don't do that. People like to lurk. Uh, Don't call out lurkers. But when you're really small, it sometimes people they really like being welcomed. Um, But uh, if someone says something in chat, immediately read it. Always be glancing over at your chat um, just to see. See how many people are watching you. See see if anyone's saying anything and respond to it. Um, and don't go into it purely for money. I can tell when I go and see into a stream and I can tell this person wants to make donations, and they're not enjoying the game. They're they're trying to like uh, trying to like coerce people into donating something it's like just let it happen have fun just play the game play the game and try to like you your your goal should always be you want friends on the couch with you while you're playing that's it and and if you have a good time they'll have a good time and they'll come back and then you get to learn who those people are and it's the that that i think is the best bit about streaming is i try my hardest i mean It's it is difficult with the more followers you get. You can't remember absolutely the ins and out of everyone, but try and get to know your your viewers have fun with them, find out what they want to watch, stream what they want to watch, and um, you will have days if you're trying to go out as a career. It's a job like any other. There are days where I hate going to work because on the content creator side of things, video games the last 17 months have sucked primarily um they've been they've been weak on content there hasn't been you know you don't see those games you can get addicted to that are like deep like skyrim you know that game was deep you could throw tons and tons and tons and tons of hours into that they released the game seven different ways yeah. um but you don't see that anymore even with the last fallout was really bad it was like oh it's a good game it's a bad fallout but it's a good game yeah
0: that's what everyone said i i and that's how i feel about it too like i Played it for 40 hours or so, and I remember going online to seeing, you know, the top 10 quests in Fallout 4, and I was like, no. oh, okay, I'll check this out, and then I, I read through all the quests, and I'm like, I did all of these. Like, how did I, I just yeah. like, I just did them kind of naturally, and by the time I got to like 35, 40 hours, I completed everything worth completing. I was like, what? I'm like, what is, like Skyrim, you're barely scratching the surface at this time.
1: Oh yeah, stuff's just getting good at the forty-hour mark with Skyrim. You know, <laughs> that's when you start like learning um, some cool shit. So, um, I hear I hear that. Like,
0: yeah, I'm I'm with you on that for the Fallout thing.
1: Yeah, and but but then the the beautiful thing about the industry uh, as an industry is every month there's new things, mm-hmm. and um, I think right now the video game, um, uh player is. Like, it's a little bit broken, beaten, and scarred with, like, loot boxes, microtransactions, launch day DLCs. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel more like I am a sponge for money than I am actually enjoying content. Um, And I I think there needs to be a lot of big shifts that happen in the video game industry to bring it back to being a form of entertainment, not what can we get as the video game CEOs would call it. How do we get the whales to spend money? How do we find our whales? Yeah. Uh, go ahead.
0: Uh, one thing I was going to say um, on on that kind of note, I I think there is kind of a shift that's going to happen because of what happened with Star Wars Battlefront Two. Like
1: everyone oh, yeah.
0: saw what happened with that. Personally, I I played Battlefront Two. I liked it. It was fine. I didn't really think the loop, like it was really that big of a deal. But obviously, I'm in a minority of that because everyone noticed what happened there and i don't know if you if you kind of pay attention to kotaku or anything like that but yeah, yeah, yeah. they just kind of went in de- they had sort of an in-depth article about Anthem which is the big bioware game that's coming out um, either the end of this year or early next year and like reading that article you can feel like ea is sweating bullets right now because they probably had all of these sort of in- similar incentives in Anthem and now they're like we, there's no way we can do this <laughs> like there's no way well, we can have all this dlc all these microtransactions and stuff like that the one the, 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 one, the oh, sorry you go.
1: oh the, the the one thing is like the video game industry needs to work like twitch i was actually saying this just yesterday um it's kind of like the field of dreams analogy you know if you build it they will come but if you give people a good experience, mm-hmm. all they want is more. That's the, that's all that Twitch is. Give people a good experience, people are going to want to come back for more. And if you just give a good game, like I always go back to Duke Nukem 3D. Like that's my theme music that I, I play at the beginning of the stream. I play Megadeth's version of Duke Nukem. Yeah, so yeah. badass, right? <laughs> and um. Uh, when, when they had, they brought out, like, they were one of the first people to bring out expansion packs before it was DLC, of course. And it was like, oh, the game did really, really well. People love this. Why don't we just give them more of that? They didn't plan for that. They just made a really good game. Same with Skyrim. You know, the the people love the Elder Scroll games, but then Skyrim took it to a whole different level and people just want more of it. Did Skyrim need a shit ton of microtransactions? No. A couple years out, down the line, they made a couple of DLCs. People bought more of it instantly because they didn't feel that they were expected to, to uh, that there was going to be DLC, that they were expected to buy more in order to get the full game experience. So if EA would take a second to bring its head out of its ass and be like, you know what we haven't done in a long time? We haven't made a really good game. In like a long time. So why don't we just make a really good game and maybe people will go nuts to buy it? And then maybe we'll make like a sequel? You know, like just do that. People need to, or the, the video game industry needs to change the way it goes to interact with players. And one of the things that scares me at the moment is live services. Where things are becoming a live service because that, that that scares me for a number of reasons. A, it means that I I mean I paid C, for ninety dollars Canadian for Sea of Thieves. That game is worth maybe forty bucks. Yeah, it was, there's no content in it.
0: Yeah, that, and so I was. I remember hearing you were when you were going off on CFTs of about how there wasn't that much in it. I looked at the Metacritic is at like 67. That means whatever people want it to mean. Um, but I remember reading articles like people were saying, like, after like you said, after a few hours, I kind of have what I want. Like, for the customization of the character, like, the best stuff is kind of given. To, like, there's no, there's not really a lot of incentives to kind of keep going. So, um, it's funny that they did that with uh they just Microsoft just announced that State of Decay 2 is going to be a budget game. Forty dollars, fifty dollars, whatever it would be here. Um But I guess they didn't I guess they saw Sea of Thieves as something much bigger. I know it did well in the beta, um, but I guess it kind of I didn't even know it came out to be perfectly honest. Well, it's the, the, problem the, crazy, but.
1: the problem with the beta, and I, I had said this on stream too, is uh because I had some people that were like, Oh, there's gonna be all this stuff, yada yada, and I I was sailing through the sea with my crew and I I stopped, and I was like, "You know what? This is the game. All that other <laughs> stuff, no, that's bells and whistles. This, what you're seeing right now, this is the game." And I and I've I've said it m- multiple times. Like, I'm not all that excited for Sea of Thieves. I enjoy the game. I like playing the game, but all the things that the the player could imagine and and want to do is a million times better than what we got. Yeah. The, the companies need to start listening to players and not fans. That's the big thing. Don't listen to fans because fans will be like, oh, my God, it's so awesome. I I've, I game test for a uh, uh, a product that isn't coming. It hasn't come out yet. Um, and the last thing a dev wants to hear is this is good. You know, like you want to you want to hear like, OK, what what? Is wrong with the game? What could? What, how could we make it better? How could we make it better? It should always be that. And I feel like some uh, sometimes with these kind of releases, um, it's it's too insular. It's too in house. They haven't gone out and tried to find people who will actually give them like proper feedback. Don't ask a fifteen year old. Mm-hmm. You know, ask someone who's in their twenties. Ask someone who's in their thirties who loves games, and they can because they've had the experience of games where they're not that the, the, they know what they want. You know, I want to have. I would love to to sail the sea with two uh two ships that are full just full of friends of mine and just go around and and like loot and plunder and like maybe have one galleon and two sloops at some point and but you can't do that. The most you can do is play with two to three friends. And then you'll be phasing in and out of servers you have no way of meeting up and and it kills it. Yeah. You know there's all these things that you could do as a pirate but it's all very surface and a lot of games at the moment they feel like it's very surface a lot of great tech stuff is happening and a, a lot of money went into that tech stuff and i completely understand that but i'm not as a as a player i don't play a f- pay for your research and development if you're going to make me pay for a 90 game that i'm really excited for i don't want to feel like i'm playing a demo yeah. or a, uh, a a tech demo You know, like, oh, look at all this crazy, like, I bet one of the hardest things in Sea of Thieves was the seamless server swap, where you phased into another server. I bet that was one of the most complicated things. Do I, as the player, see any value in that? little bit. $90 worth of value? No. You have three different factions in Sea of Thieves that are all fetch quests. That's all you got. You know, when you, you, everyone, you can just get a galleon if you got three friends. Is there, not no,
0: a, like, no, sorry, is there not a story in Sea of Thieves? No, none. Really? No. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's like you can talk to the like people in town and they give you these. Okay, here's the other thing, too. There's no voiceovers. Like you go up to like a, like a barmaid and you hit interact. They'll be like, oh, hello there. And then you get to read all the text. Oh, how do they and not? It's like, wow. Yeah, but $90 game. How much was Skyrim when it came out? How much of Skyrim is voiced the entire game?
0: <laughs> large yeah large portion of it like every main yeah, large, character every yeah. kind of quest giver i think is uh is voiced
1: yeah your main storyline yeah. is all voiced and then there'll be like some other little interactions that aren't but it's like skyrim was a 60 dollar game mm. and this is a 90 game
0: yeah we, we really like, got have gotten smoked with the whole because our dollar just sank for a while and then that just gave people the excuse to to raise you know yeah. The value, or the sorry, the yeah, the value of the product that they want to sell. Yeah. So it's not just immune to. It's not just for video games. It's like I it, it felt like it was across everything.
1: Oh, for absolutely.
0: And then minimum wage just went like just, just jumped up like 40 percent or whatever. And now that the dollar, it's still. I think we're at like seventy cents or something like that. But it was at like sixty cents before, and they're not going. To, they're never going to drop. They're not going to drop the game of the price of a game from ninety to eighty to seventy.
1: No, no, it just so sits is, like
0: there. keep it right. So. Yeah you've been so in the last like 10 minutes or so you kind of mentioned a lot about you know you don't find that there's games that are, are super addictive There there's games with microtransactions loot boxes i know you're in the pc master race world but you gotta try out monster hunter world because i
1: heard a lot of good stuff about Mon- monster hunter world i've dropped a lot made, of I've, good stuff
0: i've dropped 90 almost 100 hours into that in the first month um jesus so, and <laughs> and no microtransactions no loot boxes. Um, like, like it took me 70 hours to get the last trophy for the story. Like, it, it's it's a beefy game. And what I hear, actually, is that, as far as Monster Hunter games go, it, it has, like, one of the least amount of, like, monsters in the game. Or in the game, because... Uh, I guess usually they like release like a G rank stuff and, and like the 3DS, like Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate on 3DS had like 90 monsters. This one has like 35 or something like that. But it is a beefy, beefy game. I know it's coming to PC soon, but um, I think it's also a game that you'd be easily uh, could role play in just because there is a kind of a, uh, a very fun kind of fantasy setting um so i would I would kind of look forward to that because there is a lot of like loot craft there's a lot of loot gathering there's a lot of crafting stuff there's a lot of like intricate systems in it that it's very easy to kind of just pick up and and play but there's there was things like at the eighty eighty five hour mark I was playing primarily with a lot of with uh, these uh, a couple of friends there was things that I learned from them like. 80 hours later, where they're like, "Oh, did you know you could do this?" And I'm like, am like Jesus! Like, when did the, why did the game never <laughs> teach me to do that? Like, no, I didn't know." Um. So I would, if I were like, I would, rec- I would, uh, I, I. You said you didn't have a console, so you won't be able to pick it up. But I, it is coming to PC, I think, like later this year. I would, I would. Look yeah, they did to announce
1: that there's a another release for it later, and I. I, I've heard tons of people talking about how good it is, and I'm like, well, I mean, I can't play it until it comes to PC, so we'll check it out then. Yeah. But, I mean, even on alone, hearing that there aren't microtransactions and loot box and stuff like that, I would love to play a game where I don't have to see that. I'll, I'll play that just because of that. Although I have heard a lot of great stuff from uh, several other, like, game journalists that I, I I pay attention to and and people on Twitch, so... Uh, but didn't know about the loot box thing. Yeah, that they that. exist, there, so that like, sold me.
0: Sorry, I think I said that there was no microtransactions. Technically, you can get, like, haircuts and stuff like that for, like, a buck or whatever. Like, you get a uh, lot in it's the cosmetic.
1: Game. I don't care about that. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's not... like, a... hey, you can have this, uh, like, 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 Shadow of War, where it's like, oh, you know all those orcs that you had to, like, really grind through in the last game? You could just buy them. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't even care if it's a single-player game. Like, that's just... You're the, like. I feel insulted. Like, how how dumb do you think I am? Like, what, wh- uh, what's the point of playing the game? That's what Ubisoft that's, that's, is that's, doing
0: with um. They did it with Assassin's Creed Origins, where you can kind of have. They kind of call it like, uh, um, time saver stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I can see where they're coming from, but like, they're not. It, like, they shouldn't position it as like they're doing us a favor by like, oh, if you're really busy and you don't have time to hunt t- 10 cougars to get your, to increase your pouch size over some shit. You can just buy this for $2. Like it's not them doing us a favor. Like it's them thinking, okay, what else can we do? It's a single player game. Maybe it's all like there's, it's a free range because you're not interacting with other people. You're not like, it's like me getting me dropping a hundred dollars on uh, buffs and stuff. in Assassin's Creed origins has no effect whatsoever on your game. If you play it. Yeah. So um, I'm playing Far Cry Five right now, and though I can't really say like anything about it, they they kind of continued that system um, where it's like these time saver stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been we've been talking for a while, which is great. Uh, is there any kind of final thoughts you want to share? Any uh, uh, obviously, we'll promote your Twitch one more time: Twitch.tv slash Steel Rain Twenty Seven. I think it's Steel Rain Twenty Seven CND C, or sorry CDN on Twitter. Um, yep. Is there any final uh, things you want to say or any, any kind of, uh, I don't know, words that you want to say out to anyone who might be uh, a, a follower or anything like that?
1: Uh, well, I mean, like, well, all of my followers and people who view me and and, uh, and are part of my community, thanks for, you know, coming out every stream that really does mean the world uh, when I'm having my good days or having the bad. Um, and, uh, you know, like, I I'm, they're very excited to see what's going to be coming down the pipe. For the rest of the year is a lot of good games even that come out at the the end of this month alone the month of march it's like there's so many games that come out so there's it's it's the beginning of the year and i i you know the the whole ready player one thing is where i would like to see twitch like eventually go you know um uh and, and like being able to bring content to people so it's uh um it's an interesting time that we're in. And for anyone who's like a, a game dev out there, think about your audience first. There's one thing I was always told by my my father, who was also in the entertainment industry. He, and he always said, don't create consumers, create raving fans. Mm-hmm. And if you create raving fans, they will support you. And if you're a, a game dev, no matter how big or small, don't think... Never think about the financials. If I were to think about the financials on like going into streaming, I would have never done it or acting. I mean, acting is like, that's an abysmal world of like, Oh, how much money have I made this year? Uh, Nothing, (laughs) but Hey, I, I really enjoy it. But that's what it's gotta be. It's gotta be the enjoyment. And when you enjoy it, just like a streamer, if you're enjoying yourself, people will enjoy it. And thus you will create your raving fans. And thus you will, whatever things you're in products you're trying to make whatever games and stories you're trying to tell you will be able to tell them because your fans will support you using uh the player as a wallet that wallet will soon run out of money
0: Mm -hmm. for sure excellent um i I just saw your your most recent tweet you also have a cool announcement soon so uh, i just wanted to kind of
1: mention that Unless oh yeah you, did you I, mention I don't on have the, the contract for that yet so i can't talk about it but it'll be very interesting uh <laughs> if everything works out perfect so again uh
0: steel Rain 27 on twitch uh steel Rain 27 cdn on twitter uh and i saw on your twitch that you linked to your youtube page and all that other stuff so twitch is where we'll find you so um thanks again so much for joining me man
1: hey thanks for having me